and good morning everyone and welcome to All Things Russell on Laker Country 104.9 WJRS. Jeff Hoover along with Tony Kerr in our studios today and Tony a lot of things happening. Uh, the Russell County JC Fair starts uh, actually uh, t- uh, tonight. Horse show. A horse show tonight. Uh, high school baseball, Lakers playing in the state tournament. Catch a Rainbow Fishing Derby is tomorrow. Crusade for Children is going on this weekend in Russell Springs. Just a lot of activities. Let's start uh, uh, briefly here and talk with uh, Derek Aaron about Laker baseball and a big win last night in the opening round of the state Mm -hmm. tournament, Russell County defeating Madison Central. Yeah, Jeff, good morning, uh, Jeff and Tony. Yeah, big win yesterday for the Laker baseball team and Coach David Rex wrote two to one victory over Madison Central uh, there in the opening round of the state tournament. Uh, just a, a great pitching performance by Nathan Lawson. He went the distance, seven innings, uh, just gave up two hits and struck out six batters. He's now nine and two on the season. Just a terrific uh, victory all the way around for Russell County. Uh, everyone seemed to play well. Didn't get. Uh, the big eyes up there on the big stage at Kentucky Proud Park uh, in Lexington. How was the crowd, Derek? Good crowd. Really good crowd of, of, of Russell County folks. And, and, of course, the colors for Madison Central and Russell County, very similar <laughs> in terms you know, red. red. And, and the blue's a little bit different. Yeah. A lot of folks wearing red, but you could tell whenever it was getting near the end that a lot more Russell County folks than Madison Central. And, and they had a shorter distance to drive. Right. <laughs> Russell County fans always travel, but – uh, I mean, the pitching performance by oh, Nathan yeah. Lawson, uh, you see why he's a Division One signee with Eastern Kentucky University. Yeah, I mean, he, he goes out each time and, and proves why that, you know, EKU had so much faith in him, give him a scholarship to, to pitch at the next level. And he just went out there and just pitched a, a masterful game yesterday, uh, just giving up two hits to a team that all the way around, one through nine batting over 300, uh, at least so he he shut them down and uh just a a terrific game they move on to the quarterfinals of the state tournament they will play beachwood uh who were runner-ups in the all-a classic earlier uh, this year they will play them tomorrow at 12 30 central times the first pitch from kentucky proud park in lexington uh, Beachwood defeated Owensboro Catholic in extra innings last night in the nightcap uh, at uh, UK 8-7. to seven. So uh, a, a big victory for them, obviously, but then they got to turn right around and then uh, go against the Lakers tomorrow, who I'm certain will go out there with uh, Cody Luttrell on the mound, who again – Who's another ace. Right. You know, 1A and 1B, as Coach Rex wrote, likes to, <laughs> to put his pitchers. So uh, – that's what you need at this level. You need the high-level pitching. Yep. Russell County has that, and uh, things are trending well for them right now. We'll see if they can continue uh, it tomorrow. You know, I think I join everyone that's keeping up with the Laker baseball team. We're excited about this opportunity for them, and, and it's not a stretch by any imagination to say they can get to the semifinals of the state. I mean, I, I would take Cody Luttrell on the mound uh, – behind anyone else in the state in game two of the state tournament. I, I think he's that good. He's proven to be that good, and uh, and I like our chances, Tony. You know, Jeff, and I think it goes beyond just uh, being a baseball fan. You're just a Laker fan. You're a fan of these young men yeah. you know, and what they've accomplished. And uh, 
you know, to get to this level and then to uh, succeed at this level, get to the state tournament, you know, we've been there before, but now when you start winning and we've got the pitching that we can advance and, and do well in this tournament, and it just takes the right breaks, you could be a state champion. Yep. And, 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 you know, the other thing, and I heard some people talk about this yesterday, is uh, the foundation that's been built over many years by David Rexroad. You continue to build upon that, Derek. I think you've talked about that. I mean, he does things the right way. He does things sometimes the hard way and the disciplined way. Uh, but he's built a foundation, and these kids know what to expect, and they respond. It's all about building a team uh, and, in the end, enjoy the success together, and that's what they're doing. And, uh, you know, he sets the example for a whole lot of folks on how things ought to be done in, in, in running a high school program. Well, yeah, you're right. They respect him. They respect the way that he goes about uh, doing things. He's a Hall of Fame coach, yep. obviously, here in the state of Kentucky uh, and is well-revered around the state for what he's been able to accomplish, uh, well over 400 wins in his career. And he just keeps tallying those wins yep. right on. And, and again, he, he's just a, a tremendous person. Uh, off the field as well, and has a lot of respect from those young men. Yeah, Terry, he, he had a great mentor in uh, Terry Wade. He, he learned from one of the best. <laughs> he learned too. from one of the best. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to compliment you and Charlie. I, I couldn't get up Absolutely. there yesterday, but uh, coverage sounded great. Uh, man, what a clear signal, and uh, you guys sounded great. I didn't get to listen to the last of the game and got tied up with some things that uh, you know I couldn't uh, couldn't get out of, and then I sent you that text because it was over, and I was like, oh, man, I hope we won. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys sounded great. What time's coverage start tomorrow? We'll be on the air uh, about 12.10 or so tomorrow. I'll extend that pregame just a little bit before the, the first pitch tomorrow at 12.30 Central Time. Uh, Charlie and I will be on on the radio once again, and Charlie just does a terrific job. Uh, helping you guys, you both so. do really well. It's a lot of fun to listen to, as, as Tony said. How's the park up there, by the way? I saw oh, it on. Man. I saw some on TV, but yeah. they they didn't show any of the Russell County game. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, no, it's a beautiful facility. Uh, the way that. Uh, you know, the location where it's at there, everything's just kind of compact right there, right by the football stadium and on down. Uh, and just beautiful facility. Uh, stone, I guess some stone work. First class. Yeah, it really First is. Class. It looks really great. Well, good luck tomorrow. Bring us another win, and uh, let's get to the semifinals. All right. So, all right. Looking forward to it. Hey, Derek, when are the finals, by the way? If the Lakers can win tomorrow because it's going to be the weekend, we need to tell people. And, and of course, we don't want to jinx them. But if they, if they win this game tomorrow, then what's up next? If they win tomorrow, they will play a Friday matchup. And I'm not – looked too far ahead yet. I don't want to jinx. Right. <laughs> next right. Friday, yeah, right? Yeah. It will be uh, Friday, June the 10th at 11.30 a.m. will be the, the next start time. And then the championship game will be Saturday, June 11th at 6 o'clock Central Time. So the good thing about that – get the victory, and then you've got Cody and Nathan both getting a week rest. And I've said it, I don't know if there's any two better pitchers in the entire state than Nathan Lawson and Cody Luttrell, and and they're proving that, I think. They can get by tomorrow. That that time off will be big for Russell County. Oh, valuable. All right, Derek, thank you. Good luck tomorrow. And, again, uh, Laker baseball coming up tomorrow. Tony, uh, James Gray is going to be with us a little bit later, and we'll talk more about the fishing derby, but I know that's something – You've been involved in. Yeah, Jeff, big day, and, and just we're back after, uh, you know, a couple of years off due to COVID. Hundreds of children uh, will be fishing tomorrow. It uh, starts uh, early in the morning, and we're going to talk to James about uh, the event. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, 
I think they're still needing maybe some volunteers if anybody wants to come down. Everything's free tomorrow. But you can fish all weekend in the Commonwealth of Kentucky and not have a license. It's free fishing for everybody. So we can you all go fishing. Take advantage guys. of that? Uh, I'm going to get down there and help in the kiddie pool. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, we want to talk today about uh, memories of the Russell County Fair. And uh, the fair starts uh, tonight uh, with the horse show, and then we'll – uh, continue on through next week. And again, Laker Country 104.9 will be there uh, every afternoon and evening broadcasting live. Uh, Sean, Zach, Derek, Kim will all be there uh, beginning Monday. Uh, we cannot broadcast tomorrow because Derek will be in Lexington uh, with the baseball game and all of our equipment. So <laughs> we'll start uh, broadcasting Monday from uh, the Russell County Fair. But we wanted to talk today uh, just some memories and uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, we would love to have your phone call uh, to share your memories of the fair and just talk with us briefly. Uh, I know there are so many folks who have memories, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Just give us a call at 343-4444. We're joined this morning uh, by two longtime members, and I'm not talking about their age. They started when they were really young. But two longtime members of the Russell County JCs and been involved in the fair for many years, and that's Michael Selby and uh, Larry Hole. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Appreciate uh, you all coming in to talk with us. Uh, Michael, this is your first time. Larry, actually, we uh, were on uh, last year about this time talking about horse racing at the Russell County Fair. And, one of the most popular episodes, Tony, that we ever had of all things Russell. Oh, yeah. We had, I think we did. Didn't we run it again, maybe? We ran it again because people <laughs> were talking about it. And they, wanted to, they wanted to hear about Chico and Cottontail and Lightning Hot Drops. And Mr. Mr. Rivers. Rivers and Francis. all that. Francis. <laughs> Francis, that's right. yeah, that's yeah. Right. Story about Francis. But, Michael, this is your uh, first time. We're glad to have you uh, uh, on the program. When did, when did you become a member of the JCs? I joined the JCs in uh, the spring, I think it was, early spring of 1980. Uh, the 1980 fair was my first year. So uh, we were meeting then uh, at the old Stable Inn. And uh, I think then we were meeting once a month. And uh, we'd go up there and, ha and have, have dinner that night and uh, bring in Every new members. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 1980, you were 20 years old. I was. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what all were you involved with uh, uh, on behalf of the JCs and the fair over the years? Well, just about everything that somebody needed somebody extra to help. But uh, I remember one night at, the, at a meeting a little time after I joined, and Larry, I don't know if he remembers this or not, but he grabbed me by the arm and he said, uh, I'm going to need some help on the starting gate. How do you feel about that? I, said, well, no, I guess I'm in. <laughs> That's just the way it was, wasn't it, Larry? Yeah. It, you didn't have a particular job. Right. right. When when uh, somebody had a program going and he looked at you and, uh, hey, Tony, come on. Yep. You didn't say no, you wasn't done it because that's the way it was. Everybody pitched in. Yeah. Tony, you were drafted many times for different things as well. Larry put me over uh, in 1982. I started judging that first turn over there. Well, really in turn two over there. What do I do, he said. I said. Larry said, take this radio and you go in that stand, and I want you to start watching for some things. It was pretty interesting. It got interesting over there several times. Yeah. I can relate to that. I think that was my first job before the starting gate, and I'll never forget this as long as I live. They built a stand around this tree where you could set a chair up in there. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, it was they'd ran three or four races or whatever, and oh, I was hot and dry. And, and that dust from them horses come, oh, and then yeah. when they worked the track. And a few minutes here come Billy Frank Grider around, and he said, uh, "You got nothing to drink over here?" I said, "No water, no nothing." He said, "I'll be right back." So he goes and brings me some cokes and stuff over there, and me and him sitting up there in that little stand, and I'm riding back in that stand, leaned up against that tree. This little kid walks by, and he said, uh, "Hey." You allergic to poison ivy? I said, yeah. I said, that stuff eats me alive. He said, you know you're laying in it? (laughs) (laughs) And I looked around, and it was all over the backside of that tree. (laughs) (laughs) Larry, so many great memories uh, over the year with so many people. And um, I think when we talk about memories of the Russell County Fair, uh, we recently in this community lost two people who were vital to the Russell County JCs and the Russell County Fair, and we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about them this morning. Uh, I know one near and dear to Michael, his aunt, uh, Joanne Ballard, uh, who spent many, many, many hours. Uh, I won't say she was a mother figure to all mm-hmm. of us, but she really was in many ways. Well, mm-hmm. she was a little special more maybe to me than some of the rest of them because she and I are third cousins. Oh, so I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, I know she didn't claim Michael, though. Uh, well, <laughs> Kim Kim asked this morning, asked some kind of question. You know, I think maybe I shook hands with Michael or something. He said, you know him? And I said, yeah, we're cousins. No, he's talking about talk, did he get up that early or something. Yeah. And I said, uh, well, we're cousins. He said, but I said, but he don't probably don't claim it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the other person we lost there was a a guy that uh, you couldn't hook wrong. He uh, yeah. fell up by the name of Glenn McQuarrie, and uh, if you missed the opportunity of not knowing him personally, you missed a lot of things because yeah. he was solid as it came. It didn't make any difference. If he told you it was going to rain, get your umbrella. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just exactly. the way he was. And, and, and Michael talking about uh, Joanne or Jody, as so mm-hmm. many of us call her, she was your aunt. Um, you were her closest relative, but your memories of her at the fair and what she did. Oh, uh, that goes back to whenever I was really small. Uh, we had, and some people don't remember this, but there was a food stand that sat behind the old grandstand. Uh, right. Yep. And uh, my parents owned one of them. Uh, Bill Browning and his wife usually had the other one, and Neil Howard had the, the one on the end. And it was that way for a number of years. And I was just like, I don't know, six, seven years old, something like that. And uh, she would come and help Dad in the food stand and all that long before she ever became a yeah. uh, uh, part of the just uh, the JC's fair and the secretary, she would show horses too. Oh yeah, she uh, she had, and I don't know what year it was, uh, Kentucky State walking horse champion, and I think it was nineteen seven or sixty one or two, and the name of the horse was Jody's Kentucky Colonel, and Ned Breathitt was governor that year. And he said, "Well, you know, if we've got a Kentucky Colonel, it's a." walking horse champion then the owner and the rider needs to be a kentucky colonel so he made her a kentucky colonel that day that's the night that she won the championship interesting so. interesting but you know larry i can remember first joining the jc's at 18 or 19 and uh, it seemed like every time there was a question about something uh getting registered for this horse show or this horse race mm-hmm. or or the tractor pull or, or whatever the answer seemed to always be, 
go see Joanne or Vadim, Vadim right. Richardson. Uh, those two ran the organization of, of the JCs during the fair. I don't think there's well, any question. They were always there. See, we yeah. were scattered from here to there around. And they were always there in the secretary's office. I don't care what kind of question come up. You could call and they had an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you mentioned uh, Glenn McQuarrie. Uh, I shared this story with some members of his family, but um, I can remember, as Michael can as well, 19, 20 years old, new members of the JCs, and I can remember Glenn McQuarrie getting off work from – the highway garage mm -hmm. and would come directly to the fairgrounds and would be there working till you know 11 o'clock midnight or whatever uh getting ready for the fair and then doing the same thing during the fair and what an example he was for us younger guys about mm -hmm. being involved being engaged and as you said if he told you something you could just mark yeah. it down right he uh he was uh of course, we had some people like Camus Carpenter and a few of the older guys there that uh, was uh, what we call judges, you know, for the yeah. raising. Tony knows what I'm talking about here. Howard Haggard. Howard Haggard. And, and, and uh, we we had to have us another judge. And uh, who were we going to get? And I went straight to Mr. McQuarrie. And as usual, yeah, what do you want me to do? And uh, he went up there with Tony and, I suppose, spent 20 years up there, I guess, didn't he, Tony? He did. Yeah. Judged a lot of races. Yeah. And, uh, occasionally yeah. had to take somebody down. Claudia Godsey got up mad at him a few times, but he, <laughs> Glenn wouldn't back down. He just said, Claudia, you ought not act that way. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knew Claudia. They remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, had a, he had a by word that I loved right there. Right you know? there. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. When when he looked at you and said, "That's the way it is, right there." That's that's the way it was. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And I mean that in a good way. Now I, I I assure you that he was as solid as they come. Oh you know, yeah, he's a good friend. Yeah. As as they say, he come from good stock. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> he was one of the best. Well, when you think about the fair, you you know we we all could talk about folks who contributed so much over the years, but just uh, here on the eve of the beginning of the fair, we lose. Two of mm -hmm. the, you know, the long-established uh, parts of the Russell County Fair, I guess, for lack of a better word, in, in uh, Joanne and Glenn, and uh, certainly uh, their memory and, and what they did over the years will live well, on to the JCs. You think of the, the old American Legion people that was there and the, the switch over to veterans and then into the JCs and on down. Uh, I remember when I joined. Uh, I was a kid like everybody else, and I saw those respectful older people. Um, I hate to tell you, but in September I'll be 75, so where's that put me? Yeah. What's the first fair you remember, Larry, being uh, a child? What what year do you think you remember? I think this oh. was the Chicago World's Fair. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell you the most memorable fair that I can remember I didn't get to attend. In 1957, if you'll remember, uh, I'm talking about they had a polio scare. Right? You remember that? Reading about it. And my, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that gray hair is pretty close to that, Tony. Uh, and, and my family convinced me that I didn't need to go to the fair, and they'd get me a bicycle if I didn't. 
because of the polio, polio scare. scare. Yeah. I didn't get to go to the fair on that account, and I didn't get a bicycle. So wow. <laughs> that that's the most memorable fair that I can remember. No, the one you get, didn't get to. Didn't get to attend. That's right. Of course, you lived close. I mean, you were in town. It'd be tough not to go to the fair. Well, no, I lived. I lived down the schoolhouse. Okay, yeah, I know we all were in town. Yeah, sure, I was. But uh, uh, once I got the, the bug of the fair, if you want to say it, it uh, it stayed with me. It's with me today. You know, there uh, I just uh, in eighteen twenty eighteen was the last time I, I hung my hat on the wall over there. You know, and it's uh, it's been there. It's been in my heart for a long time. Yeah. Well, Michael, like Larry, you know, growing up, it just becomes a part of, you know, when you, when you start doubt, working there. Uh, I know many, many people my age that uh, would uh, schedule their vacation for the week of the fair, mm -hmm. or if they didn't have a vacation, they just take off. Yep. Uh, I remember when I went to work for Sally Horse Vans. <laughs> Terry Miller, I was pardoned with him. Stud. <laughs> and uh, Terry took off every year of the week of the fair. And uh, Terry was probably as loyal of an employee as they had, but it was like this. I'm going to the fair, I quit. It's A or B, you know. And they just made arrangements for that. So the next year that the fair rolled around, I hadn't been there long enough to have any vacation time. And Charlie Daniels' band was playing, and his vacation didn't start till on Monday. But the concert was on Saturday. And we'd been to Ocala, Florida, and we'd come back in Saturday morning, and he was uh, lobbying to get off a few days early to, you know, to get to the fair. And he kept saying, you know, Charlie Daniels is there. You know, Charlie Daniels is there. We've got to go see, you know, Charlie Daniels. And uh, finally, the lady that scheduled everything, she looked at him and she said, Terry, is it that necessary that you see Charlie Daniels? And he said, No, it's not. But it's necessary he see me. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she said, "Well, go on." Well, he made about four steps out the door, and he stopped. And he turned around. And he said, "Well, what about Michael?" Of course, I didn't have any vacation mm -hmm. time. She said, "Take him with you. He ain't worth fifteen cents without you anyway." So you all go on. <laughs> you know, I, a similar story to that is uh, years ago, Philip Morgan was circuit judge, and I was practicing law. Bob Wilson and. Uh, uh, Judge Morgan was going to set a trial, and he said, gave a potential date of first of August. Mm -hmm. That's when the fair was was then, and he gave a date. Bob said, well, "Judge, I, I can't be available that date." Judge says, "Well, what you got going on?" He said, "Well, it's the week of the Russell County Fair," and he didn't understand. You know, mm -hmm. Judge Morgan did. He said, "Well, the, the fair. Well, what's that got to do with the trial?" And Bob said. Judge, I don't work during the fair. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't. <laughs> and he didn't. And, he, and so they, they set the trial some other time, you know. But, uh, you know, Bob, Bob said, I don't work during the fair. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's a great story. Hey, guys, we've got a caller on the line. Uh, and uh, let's take her call. And we're talking about memories of the Russell County J.C. Fair. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. This is Peggy Holt. And I, I knew who that was. How are you, Miss Peggy Holt? When I was secretary of the fair, Turtle Wilson was the director or whatever you want to call it. And one night on Friday night of the fair this one year, that day I got laryngitis and Turtle got laryngitis. And, of course, he did all the 
you know, introduced, he was the whatever you, MC, I guess you want to call yeah. So there we yeah. sat, him with laryngitis and me with laryngitis, and Carl looked at me and said, what are we going to do? And I said, I don't know. It just so happened that Leonard, his brother, walked in about that time, and Terrell said, here, it's all And he got drafted, right? <laughs> he got drafted, and I said it was really funny. I can't believe that I'd ever get Larry Johnson and couldn't talk. <laughs> I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share that with everybody about things that come up during the fair, yeah. and there's always somebody to step in and take their place. So and, and, and you I probably enjoyed, saw that many yeah. times where somebody was unavailable and somebody else would step right in and, and, and do whatever. And your, your association with Terrell and Leonard Wilson, who were so responsible for the fair for many years. Yes, yes. And I certainly enjoyed being secretary. It was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. And you met a lot of, lot of really, really nice people along the way. And Memories that I will never forget after all yeah. these years. Peggy, what uh, what years what, what what years were you there? Oh, let's see. Sixty in in the early sixties. Um, I don't I don't really uh, sixty one two three or two three four somewhere in there. I'm not okay. I'm not real sure of the dates, but uh, it. And then the fair was so different to what it was now. Like, they had the bands, they had a parade with all the contestants for the pageant, you know, to ride around the green and just was a, that the fancy lot of turnout? different things to what a big turnout. On Friday night when they had the little Mr. and Miss contest, you had to get there at 3 o'clock in the afternoon to get somewhere to sit down. Golly. It was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, the Little Prince and Princess was one of the big, at that time, one of the big, big events of the fair. Yeah. Because the place would be completely packed. I like the idea of the parade. Larry Holt's shaking his head. He, I guess he can remember that. I can. Yeah. Yeah, and, ba well, and, they, and bands would come from different places that I remember this one year. Glasgow Band at that time was a very outstanding band in the state of Kentucky. And the the band director called, and he wanted to know the dimensions from one end of the grandstand to the other end of the grandstand and the width of the track. Uh, and I thought, preparing what? for the march. So, yeah, yeah, he wanted to know. All these dimensions and everything, so I guess he, so he could do, you know, his band would know how much room they had to do whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they had bands that came from a lot of this, you know, a lot of different towns around, and uh, it was it was quite. Well, my fun. question is, did you go down there and do the measurements? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Not I. <laughs> Not you. Uh, you know, things that I remember from being secretary of the fair yeah. uh, back back then, and how you know how it has changed over the years, and 
Well, everything changes. <laughs> yeah, everything Absolutely. changes. Yeah. Well, so, Peggy, we appreciate you listening and appreciate the call. Okay. Well, we, we appreciate that very much. That's, that's an interesting story. All right, Peggy Holt, Larry, you know Peggy, Michael, we all know Peggy, Secretary of the Fair in the 60s. Well, I, I'll, I'll add to what she was saying there with the bands. See, they would line up around, come, they'd come all the way around the racetrack. Yeah. And they'd march, and this was in preparation for the beauty pageants and whatnot. It was, it was, a, it was a big deal. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, I don't know how far they would come, but they, I remember lots of bands. Maybe you'd have four or five different marching bands in, in that parade. Larry, now what was the fancy turnout? Well, that, that? See, that was a, a horse-driven, it was a silky, and, uh, or a, a, a four-wheel uh, a surrey, and they dressed real nice, you know, had a pretty lady and, and had all the trimmings, you know, and then the, the drivers, you know, he'd have the white gloves and whatnot. It's pretty fancy, the show horse people, what it was. And it was, a, it was a way to have that particular stable, you know, shine the light on, on them. It, they had a slick horse, you know, and a beautiful lady and a man driving. It was, it's pretty big judged, deal. Yeah, they judged the horse had so many points, the woman had so many points. And I'm so glad that was before Michael and I because we couldn't have found a pretty lady to get we, on there with us. Or we, a sulky. we couldn't even dispute this, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. go along with whatever he says. I don't know what a sulky is. I don't either. <laughs> Larry, you did have harness racing at the fair, so yeah, we did. you had those people there anyway. We, we sure did. That's, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> there's a little story I was telling some of my kids uh, about there's a there's a Bowling Green Farm over there. It's called West Wind Farms over there now. And uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Earl Holt wound up, him and Billy, with a horse. I went over and bought one from them. They transferred from show horses to running horses. And they had a, a horse called Worthy Demon. He was a road horse in the, in the horse show, but he was an old uh, race horse, you know, in the, in the silkies, if you like. Yeah. And uh, Bettersworth people brought him, B.J. Bettersworth brought him over there. And I was telling the people about it. I can see him till today. <clears throat> he was so fast in the ring or like that that the buggy would slide. You know, but he, he was he was state champion. You can look him up. Worthy That's Demon right. was his name. He'd, he'd be somewhere right around the 60s, early 60s somewhere. And I got acquainted with them over there. They, they'd stable at the fairground and be over there a week at a time. And... Uh, I wound up buying horses from them over there when I got in the horse business. It was it's funny how the world comes yeah. around. Yeah, that's interesting. We have another caller. Let's take her call here. Uh, someone calling in wanting to share some memories of the Russell County Fair. Good morning. Good morning, Jeff. This is Tammy Wilkerson, and this story is for hey, you. Hey, Tammy, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing hair and listening to you this morning. Um, one year I was a contestant in the Mississippi County Fair, and your dad, Welby Hoover, was the MC, and I was called as one of the finalists, and so he did the questions. And so, you know, I have never been at a loss for words, so he asked me my question, <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I went on and on and on, because when I got done, he looked at me and he said, would you like a job at the radio station? <laughs> It's <laughs> a good offer. Well, do you remember what the question was? I do not remember the question. That's been too many years ago. Oh, that, that's great, though. 
it always stuck out in my mind because you said that. So I wanted to share that with you this morning. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tammy, so much. We appreciate you listening, and uh, thanks for sharing that memory. All right. Uh, we, we appreciate it. Tammy Wilkerson calling in about a memory of being in a beauty pageant. Tony, you and I over the years done a lot of pageants for the JCs oh, and MC'd them. I think oh, I yeah, when, you, when you ask those questions, you know, you never yeah. know. And you put those young ladies on the spot. Mm. Sometimes it seems the questions, you know, we didn't come up with them. Those judges did, but... Uh, you know, some might get a tougher one, and it, uh, it it's tough sometimes for those ladies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I did it about 30 years. I counted up when I think I began in 84. So. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to uh, ask you all, all four of us, you all may still be in. Are you all still in the J.C.'s? I am. Uh, of course, my last year was 18. Uh, is there any other organization that you can think of in this county that has meant as much to as many people. Uh, you know, I was part of the JCs, so therefore the spring off to my children, you know, and, and wife and all like that, uh, it's really close to my heart. And I think uh, I think most of the people that was in there feel the same way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think once you're a member of the JCs and you participate in the JCs and all the different causes mm -hmm. it's not just the fair but mm -hmm. the fair is sort of the foundation mm -hmm. of fundraising and the things for the jc's uh, but once you participate in that there is a bond mm -hmm. among members of the jc's that that uh, remains forever and uh, I, I know I feel that way, and I'm sure Tony does yeah, as well. Yeah, so many things that, uh, you know, the JCs do. And people need to remember, the JCs stands for Junior Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. So that, that's what you're, you're there for. Uh, but a lot of things the JCs do uh, with the monies that they have, Larry, they never get publicity for no. it. They don't want publicity they for don't it. Want you know, it scholarships and things like that. We've been doing blood drives. I've been blood drive chairman here since 1984 or five. Yeah. You remember the first drives we had? JC started them. That's how I got involved with them. Yeah. We had to drive one day, Larry, and, and you came down. We had it. We had a hundred donations. That's right. We were calling people. We wore that blood center out. We were to vocational out. school, mm -hmm. and we wanted to get one hundred donations. Mm -hmm. Now we'll get thirty to forty. Uh, but the JCs started those those blood drives Push. and bringing the blood center in years ago, and we still do them. We do them once a month now. But that started with the JCs. I, uh, uh, you have a new member to join or say, hey, well, I join, you know, or. Once, once they make the decision they want to be a JC, and I always told them this, I said, I'll give you one piece of advice. You get out of this what you put in it. Yep. And I, I believe that with all my heart. The harder you work, the better it was for you. You pick you out something that you can do well in the, the blood drive, you know, the radio auction, uh, whatever, you know, the, the part of the fair. And, and you, you push hard, and people will go along, with it and they'll help you. Yep. Michael, final thoughts on your time as a JC? Well, there's so many things that changed uh, from 1980 to 2000 when I got out, and even so today. Uh, <laughs> I remember there's, there's some JCs that's there now, and uh, you know you want to sit there and say, you know, I used to be a JC. They don't know who I am. They don't care who I am. <laughs> All they're interested in is, is doing what they do, and, and they do it well. Uh, one thing that I do miss that, uh, that I really enjoyed as a JC was on Saturday night when it was all over. We all went somewhere and ate breakfast. Right. Stayed in. Yeah, yeah, at uh, whatever time it was. One o'clock in the morning. Yeah, whenever. And it wasn't just a few went. I mean, there was everybody, uh, everybody went. Yeah. And yeah. it was, a, uh, I mean, it was a, 
I'm glad you brought that up. It it was a big deal to go with all the other JCs after a week. And their families. And, and their families. And everybody went. And to have a, we always had breakfast. Breakfast. Had yeah. breakfast about midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And sort of bring to an end the <clears throat> fair and the hard work. And there was just always a sense of pride and accomplishment when the fair was over and everybody gathered together for that breakfast. You're, you're exactly you right. You know, I spent 40 years with the JCs and the thing about people like Welby Hoover and Charlie Gore, and those people are gone on in front, yeah. but they were such a stable in it that I just wonder, you know, uh, 40 years from now, will anybody remember these four that were sitting here? You know, I, I don't know. Well, you, you know, you're like me. You think of that group of men uh, that began the yeah. JCs, instrumental in the early years, and we talked about it before we went on the air. You know, we have the radio auction now, That's right. and and the very first radio auction was in a little room back here, and you know there were seven or eight men gathered in one little old room, <laughs> and I can remember that I was a kid, and I can remember all you all getting back there yeah. in the room, you know. Um, then your 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 father, uh, if if anybody. You know, uh, remembers one thing about Welby Hoover, they remember his heart. Yeah. Um, whatever he could do to help the community, and the JCs fell right in his lap. Yeah, yeah, he, he loved the JCs, or uh, he, he really did, as we all do. Uh, Larry Holt, thank you. Selby, thank you all so much. Thank you for seeing us. See you at the fair. We'll see you at the fair. See you at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we heard that? You know, see you at the fair. <laughs> and the fair does start tonight. Uh, horse show is going to be at 7 o'clock. And, uh, Jeff, it's always good when Troy Anderson uh, uh, is the JC that's in charge of that and uh, gets the fair started off right. And then tomorrow, man, with this schedule, you're talking about a full day. Uh, it's just a packed tomorrow. Uh, first full day of activity. Baby show at 9 o'clock. Uh, the poultry show, rabbit show at 10 o'clock. Uh, Jeff, those are events that, uh, you know, the State Fair has. Yeah. Uh, you have the uh, the Off-Road Challenge at uh, 10 o'clock, uh, Tiny Miss at 11 o'clock in the morning. At noon, it's Little Prince and Princess. Pre-teen uh, will be at uh, 1 o'clock. Miss Teen at uh, 3 o'clock. Uh, Mrs. Russell County Fair will be at 4.30. Uh, Miss Russell County Fair at 5.00. Uh, Paradise Amusements will open tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Now, tomorrow, the rides will not be included with your gate admission. The rest of the week, they will, not tomorrow. And then tomorrow night, Demolition Derby. How's that for a schedule for your first, first, day. But first full day of the fair? <laughs> yeah, that's unbelievable. If you want to come and just uh, eat a little bit and watch some nice horses tonight, come on out to the horse show. And I'm going to be uh, there working with that, with uh, Troy and those guys. But uh, a lot going on. And you can get on the JC's website if you haven't picked up a catalog and get that uh, fair schedule. Uh, but uh, a lot tomorrow. And, of course, uh, uh, Laker Country will be there throughout the week with the exception of tomorrow because our broadcast team will be in Lexington for uh, round two of the uh, Sweet 16 baseball tournament as the, the Lakers uh, continue their march on to a state championship. So Sean and Zach and Derek and Kim will all be at the fair uh, beginning Monday. Uh, Monday afternoon, Monday evening, and encourage you to stop by and see them. A lot of things to give away, and uh, they look forward to seeing you. And uh, we're joined now uh, by Jim Gray, 
with the uh, Wolf Creek National Fish Hatchery and uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. And the fair's beginning, but also coming back this year, Jim, is the Catch a Rainbow Fishing Derby, a big event uh, tomorrow. Yep, busy weekend here in Russell County, <laughs> sounds like. A lot of things going on. Tell us about uh, the Fishing Derby. I see you've been absent for a couple of years, right? Yeah, we, we skipped two years, so, you know, it's been three three calendar years since we've had one. Uh, so this will be the 34th uh, Derby. So we're expecting, you know, hard to really expect anticipate what we're looking at but i think there's going to be a big crowd you know you're still looking for some volunteers i understand you're trying to get people people got in this routine every uh year first saturday in june you have to cancel it uh, so uh anybody wants to come out uh, work they need to get, give you a call and uh, you'll find a place for somebody yeah we can always use some help you know there's, uh, there's plenty of things to do big crowd a lot of you know a lot of different booths or activities going on so we can always use extra help James, uh, go over uh, real quick here uh, your age groups and the times that they're going to start tomorrow. Okay. So we have what we call the kiddie pool, which is for the one to four year olds. And that's, uh, we let them fish, and it's like some large cattle watering tanks. Three. Yes. And uh, we got some little cane poles we let them use. And that's, you know, most, you know, the little bitty kids, that's just a safety way to uh, keep them safe. And, they can see the fish swimming around in there, and they get all excited. Of course, Tony, you worked at the kiddie pool, so you know. And then the starting with the five- and six-year-olds, they get to fish down in the Hatchery Creek, and they they each group gets to fish for one hour, and then there's a 15-minute break in between. So the five- and six-year-olds will fish from 9 to 10. The seven- and eight-year-olds fish from 10-15 to 11-15. The nine- and 10-year-olds fish from 11-30 to 12-30. The 11 and 12 year olds fish from 12:45 to 1:45, and then the 13 to 15 year old group fishes from two to three. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after each one of those groups fish, we give away prize, some prizes for each one of those groups. Lots of prizes. So, yeah, lots of prizes. So. How's uh, how's donations gone this year? Uh, you know, with inflation and everything. You know, you look back not even that many years ago, 10 years ago, you know, our donations, we have a lot of great sponsors, and the the, the dollar amount of the donations we get is, you know, about what it was, let's say, 10 years ago. But as everyone knows, the price of everything has doubled in the last 10 years. So right. the, the money just doesn't go as far as it used to. So, uh, you know, I can remember as far as just the prizes years ago, for $10, you could get a really – nice sleeping bag or a tent or rod and reel and those same items now are 20 and 25 dollars so but you're still going to have those items to give away tomorrow we're going to have yeah we bicycles. got several prizes bicycles yeah, we got a couple of bicycles for each age group we're going to give away lots of rods and reels biggest Pack, fish winner and all of that got a trophy for the biggest fish in each age group um, and then in addition to the fishing part we're going to have you know face paintings and We've got a big, uh, Ducks Unlimited is going to do a big archery shooting area for us. Kind of, you know, a lot of families come and they have kids in two or three different age groups. So you kind of need something to keep people out. Entertain them, don't you? Entertain them in between times. So (laughs) we, you know, have the, and of course we cook about 4,500 hot dogs and snow cones and drinks and. James, and it's all free. Everything's free. There is no charge to you tomorrow. for it's, This is a great family event, 
everything is free. Those hamburgers are great. You're down there all day. They get pretty good. Yeah. And people say they don't like hot dogs, but you stand down there in the heat for about eight hours, the hot dog tastes pretty good. Dog, yeah, the hot dogs are good, too. Uh, yeah, it's really, really good. But that's the thing. You see those kids uh, just having a blast all day long. Yep. Well, that's what, you know, the fishing derby is, is all about. It's it's a family event. Try to encourage people to get out and do things as a family. It's free. You know, it doesn't cost you a lot to go participate. Uh, and then, of course, being the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, you know, we, we're trying to promote conservation and environmental education. And, um, you know, when we grew up as kids, everybody knew how to fish. Yep. But to, you think about the kids today, a lot of kids don't have never fished. And so maybe this is an avenue that we introduce a kid to, to a new activity in the archery shooting, you know. And so uh, that's what it's now all about. Now, the kiddie pools, that you've got the cane poles there that you don't have to go out and buy a rod and reel for your two-year-old. No. You'll take care of them, and the, your staff, the volunteers, will will put the bait on. They'll also take that fish off because some of those kids get a little scared of them. Yeah. Well, sometimes, that's funny to watch. Well, sometimes, you know, you take a, a little one- or two-year-old we stock some, you know, 12, 14-inch fish. Oh, yeah. The fish is as big as some of them. <laughs> they get a little excited when they see that fish come out. Go ahead. I've seen them jerk them out, Jeff, with those kiddie pools, and they'd hit themselves in the head with them, and it's just some of them, and it, they'd react differently. It seems like the girls are a little uh, a little more brave uh, than the boys. Some of those little boys, they get scared. of the, Those girls are really, they'll just grab them and everything else. Yeah. Of course, I... I generally do a lot of the speaking on the microphone and stuff during the derby, and we give away the big fish in each group, you know, and invariably every time there'll generally be a girl catch the biggest fish, and so I always pick at the boys about you know, letting, the, <laughs> letting the girl catch the biggest fish every time. So, so if, if a family comes and they turn, come down below the dam, is there signs? We'll have people parking cars because there's be so many cars, and so we'll direct them into a parking spot. We'll have a couple. If you know, generally we have to park cars, you know, way up that road, yeah, and so we grass. have a couple of school buses that shuttle people in right down to the restoration table where they can get off the bus and register, and then walk down just a little piece to the to where everything is. That's it's such a great event, and. Uh, so, so many folks need to take advantage of this. It's all free, Tony. It's That's the amazing thing. It's all free, and it's a good day. Uh, teach kids how to fish and have fun and lots of prizes and free food. Yep, and if you do plan to come and fish, bring, be sure and bring you a cooler if you want those fish. You take your fish with you if you want them, and uh, those fish uh, are heat sensitive, so it's not going to be super hot tomorrow, but the sun is going to be out, so if you're going to take your fish, although you, you've had those bags there before where people mm -hmm. can take them, but uh, bring you a little cooler, and, and you may do that anyway, but you want to throw that fish in there because you need to keep trout on, on ice. Yep, absolutely, and we encourage people to keep those fish that they catch, you know, and, and for the people who don't want to keep them, we, we will put them on ice in a cooler, and there's always somebody there that would be Campground, glad, glad to have the them. Campground. And so we don't. That's the key, you know. There's a, those are big, nice fish, and a lot of money invested there. And we just don't. We'd like to see them go to good use. And uh, you know, we. You mentioned those bags. We give away hot cold bags. Those big hot cold bags. Right. We put a couple scoops of ice in there for them, so they can put their fish in there and get them home. You know, in good shape. So. What was the number on the last time we had uh, down there? A couple of three years ago. I think about fourteen hundred kids. Wow. Uh, Oh, you, just <laughs> you take fourteen hundred kids, and then you know you kind of figure at least one parent for each child, and then all the you know 
there'll be over 100 volunteers probably. And so, you know, you're looking at a crowd of 3,000 plus, 35,000. So, yeah. It seems like a lot more than that when you're down there. but uh, Such a great event. Great event for the community, and we appreciate you, James, and, and doing back. that. And anything else you want to share with us this morning about the fishing derby tomorrow? No, uh, of course, there's a website, uh, catcharainbow.org. It's got most of the information on there where they can call down to the hatchery, 270 343 if they have any questions. And then, of course, the hatchery has a Facebook page, and we have a web page, and um, so it's. Uh, you want to recognize the president of Catch a Rainbow? Uh, we have a, a friends group. You know, Friends, friends of Wolf Creek National Fish Hatchery is our nonprofit organization that helps us do a lot of things with the hatchery. And uh, uh, James Clark is the president of the friends group now. And uh, we, you know, the, the friends group plays a huge role in this event. You know, it, this event is hosted by the hatchery and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. But, you know, gathering up all these prizes and collecting the donations and all that are things that the nonprofit does, and so uh, they play a big huge part, role. Yeah. Big part. Couldn't couldn't do it all like we do it without the support of the friends group. Yeah. James, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Good luck tomorrow. I know it's going to be a big day. We appreciate you guys uh, letting us on the radio yep. here for a few minutes. And Weather's great, Jeff. The oh yeah, it's just, very it's just safe. Perfect. It'll be beautiful. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Yeah. All right. Thank you, James. Right. Appreciate you thank coming you by. Uh, Tony, I know you'll be down there tomorrow. Yep, Jeff, it all starts at 9, gets there a little early. Uh, if you want good parking, you better you better really get there early. And uh, if you have any questions, of course, uh, call those numbers and just uh, appreciate them. You know, 270-343-3797, 34th annual Kids Fishing Derby, Catch a Rainbow. It's free fishing uh, all weekend, uh, not only here, but all over the uh, Commonwealth of Kentucky. So, uh Go drop a line. Baseball going on tomorrow. The Russell County Fair going on. Catch a rainbow tomorrow. And it's also another big weekend for the Crusade for Children. And the Russell Springs Fire Department will be out uh, this weekend taking donations for the Crusade for Children. Uh, Bobby Johnson, our new chief of the fire department, is here. Mark Barnett, assistant chief, and also Mr. Wilson is here uh, I guess to oversee them, make sure they do a good job. Yeah, that's the captain. <laughs> Support role. Support role. Bobby, thank you all for being on the program. Tell us what you're doing this weekend. Thank you for having us. And uh, there's a lot of people that involves getting involved into this and getting it done. It's our first year without our former chief, H.M. Bottoms. Uh, he always drove this WHAS. And uh, I can remember when I got on 1987, He'd always tell the guys, schedule your vacations around this week. This weekend is dedicated to this. So, uh, yeah, we'll get started. We're going to get started today about 8.30 this morning, and uh, we'll go to 5 or 6 o'clock this afternoon. Then Saturday we'll get out about 8 and go to 5 or 6. Then Sunday we'll get out about 8 o'clock and be done by 1 or so. So it's a big event for us. And, And Mark, where will you all be set up? Uh, Intersection 127 and 80. So we'll be up there, be there about all weekend. So, and, and that's the only collection point in the city, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Do you do you guys have to get special permission from the Department of Highways to to do this? Is there a permit or something through the uh, the DOT um, to do this, or who do you inform? I know, yeah, one twenty seven is a you know a federal highway. You got eighty as a state highway. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know. Is there any permit you have to get, or just notify anybody? 
Sometimes you just do it. If they got concerns about it, it's already over. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's an important thing, and you know, sometimes you you do and ask forgiveness later. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. I don't think they'll have a problem with the, the crusade. No. Bobby, real quick. You, you know, we're we're still uh, mourning H.M. Bottoms, but I know H.M. Bottom meant a whole lot to you, and and we don't have much time. But just tell us what he meant to you. Oh Lord! Over the years, he's he's taught me to grow up to be a, a man that I am today. He was like he played a lot of father roles in our fire department, and uh, the knowledge that he knowed, and the recommendation that he gave us for the city of Russell Springs for us to fulfill his dreams right here. It meant mm -hmm. a, it's a huge honor to us, and uh, it's a great legacy to carry on. Isn't absolutely, it? absolutely wonderful. How many years is this for the uh, Crusade, fellas? I understand. Is it fifty-two? So it started in nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy. Yep. So. How long is the crew? Is this uh, how long is the crusade? I know it's from WHAS in Louisville. Mm -hmm. uh, how many years for the crusade? Is it uh, 52 as well? 1954. 54. Oh, so it's been around a long, long time. Long time. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and so you all will collect donations uh, today, Saturday, and Sunday, right? Yes. And then what do you do with the donations that are collected? When do you make that delivery? Well, we, we sort it out. We, we put all the checks together and all the change together. Then we take it up to the bank, and then they do us a cashier check, and they, we send it into the WHAS after that. Okay. Yeah. So I know and sometimes in years past, HM and others would personally deliver a check mm -hmm. uh, to Louisville as part of the television program. Telephone. You all do any, yeah, the telephone. you all do anything like that, or you just... We did the first few years, but then here in the last few years, we hadn't done that. You just, just get the money and check. send the yeah. money, yeah. yeah. And and what has been the result uh, uh, money-wise over the past few years? Do you know roughly each year about what you can expect? Or? Well, it varies from year to year. Last year, we had a record year. We got a little over $10,000. That was a record year for us. And this year, we're hoping to do more than that. Yeah. And we like to do it in honor of HM yeah. uh, because he, he – People just don't understand what that man meant to this community. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. He, he, he played a large role to this community. Yeah. I, I, I've said he is a true definition of public servant. Absolutely. Was H.M. Bottom. Yep. A true definition of public servant for so many years. Uh, Bobby, real quick, uh, some of this money has come back to Russell County over the years. We just don't, uh, you don't collect it here and just send it up to Louisville and it stays there. Mm -hmm. This money comes back throughout the state. And uh, Russell County has benefited over the years from the, uh, the Crusade for Children. Tell us quickly about that. Well, uh, normally the Russell County always gets more money than, we, than what we take in normally. And they bought handicapped buses, uh, hearing aids, you know, stuff like that for the uh, less fortunate kids here in the county. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a big thing. I remember seeing some of the buses and uh, there would be a, a, a note on it. This was purchased through WHAS Crusade for Children. Mm -hmm. Just to let people know where your money's going, you know, Absolutely. we just don't send it to the, you know, the big city, and and you don't see it anymore. It comes back out to all 120 counties. I understand. Absolutely, yeah, and and, and that just makes people more generous, you know, know that their money that's coming back to the county, and they can see what a little of it goes for. Mark, how long have you been involved? Twenty-five years been involved with. I started '96 and. Ain't sit back. <laughs> you're still going, right? You're still going. Yeah. You've been out there That's in all great. kinds of weather. Absolutely. What's the, what's the worst weather you remember? Storms. Rain and storms. Rain and storms. Yeah. That makes it tough, don't People it? People are more does. generous during the one that's storming and raining. Absolutely. You're standing in the middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. Your feet get sore? Oh, yes. 
Very sore. You get sore. Sunburn. Sore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, we appreciate what you all do, the service you provide, and the people that it helps. Uh, you know, it's it's tough work, and as you said, uh, you get sore, you get sunburnt, your feet hurt, your ankles ache, and all that. But uh, the help that it provides to people in in many many ways, not only locally but everywhere, and we we appreciate uh, what you all do. And this year, let's make it a record uh, contribution level in honor and memory of H.M. Bottom. Let's do that this yeah, year. Yeah, just tell folks Absolutely. that, you know, we just want to give them the heads up. Just have your money ready. Folks, yep. they're, they're going to be out there. It's the Crusade for Children, Russell Springs Fire Department, the junction of 127 and 8. are going to be there all weekend starting this morning at 830. Yep. So uh, make a plan when you go through there. Have your money ready and uh, be able to drop it off. All donations Absolutely. from a few pennies to whatever they want. It is greatly appreciated. Yep. And Thank you, t- you take checks? Do you take checks? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. So you make che- checks need to be made out to WHAS Crusade for Children. Well, I'm sure that's a 501c. Yep. I'm sure that's a tax tax deduction. Yep. So if you want to do it, that's a good idea for having yep. to do that. Yeah. Yep. Guys, thank you all. Thank good you luck all this much. weekend and thank be you. safe out there. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, care. See appreciate you. the no, Russell Springs thank Fire you. Department, Bobby Johnson, Mark Burnett, Jeff Wilson being here with us this morning and. Uh, Tony, it's a busy time. It is a busy time. It, it's a great time, isn't it? Uh, Jeff, you just think where we were last year, two years ago, yeah. when nothing was going on, and now we got uh, got all of these activities and uh, things to do, and just a uh, it's it's a great time. It it really is, and a lot of excitement. Baseball action tomorrow. Once again, Russell County taking on Beechwood in the quarterfinals of the state tournament from Lexington. Derek Aaron, Charlie Anderson, all the action for you. Uh, first pitch scheduled 12.30. They'll be on the radio about 12.10 uh, tomorrow afternoon. That's going to do it for our program today for all things Russell. For Tony Kerr, I'm Jeff Hoover. Have a great weekend, everyone.